0: in time. the Lord. Amen. I want to welcome you right now to the International Deliverance Ministries radio broadcast and podcast. My name is Evangelist Sean Benito and also International Voice of Deliverance Radio, 24 hours of uncompromised Christian radio. Praise the Lord. Amen. And you can listen to us at internationaldeliveranceministries.org. Praise God. We want to go right now into our topic of discussion. We want to talk about the day of the Lord. What is the day of the Lord as revealed in the Holy Scriptures? Amen. We want to look into that and the seriousness of it and how soon is the day of the Lord about to come to pass. Father, we just pray to God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you just touch the hearts of everybody listening to the sound of my voice and let your name be magnified, glorified and exalted. Lord, we give you thanks and praise. And for those who are saved, that they will continue to serve you, Lord, until the trumpet sounds. Oh, God, to take us home in the rapture. And those, oh God, who are not saved, God, I pray that they would recognize their desperate need for the for salvation in the Lord Jesus Christ. Repent of their sin and trust you by faith to escape an eternity in hell and be given everlasting life in Jesus name. Amen. We want to go right now into a topic of discussion talking about the day of the Lord. What is the day of the Lord? Amen. We talked about the rapture. We're going to mention that a little bit as well. But we want to talk about what is the day of the Lord. Amen. The day of the Lord is not the rapture. Let's understand that first of all. The day of the Lord is not the rapture. However, it will happen, amen, immediately after. Notice that. After the rapture. The day of the Lord will happen immediately after the rapture. The rapture. And so we want to go and understand this from the word of God. The Bible talks about this in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. First of all, the rapture. Amen. And the Bible says in verse number 13 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord. Praise God. Who is the Lord? Hallelujah. Of course, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with, with with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words, praise God, amen, so we understand that that scripture that we just read, those verses of scripture, amen, reveal the rapture of the church, the snatching away, the catching up of the church in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and I love when the Bible says, and so shall we ever, praise God, be with the Lord, amen, there'll be no parting there, amen, hallelujah, no more burdens to bear, praise God, amen, no more sickness, no pain, no more parting over there, hallelujah, and forever, We will be with the one who died for me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That's the good news. Amen. That's why it's words of comfort, because we are now one day we will be with Jesus. One day we'll we'll see our loved ones. Amen. We will be reunited with our loved ones who are in Christ. Of course, those who did not die in the Lord, who are not born again, unfortunately, tragically, will never see them again. And that's what's sad about that. But those who are saved, praise God, amen, in Christ, we will see again. There will be a meeting in the air, praise God, in that sweet, sweet bye. Hallelujah. And bye. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. So when we die, when someone dies in the Lord, we never say goodbye. We say, see you later. Amen. We're going to see them, amen, at the rapture of the church, and there will be no more parting with us and them and with the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why we don't sorrow like those who have no hope. Of course, it's sorrowful if we lose a loved one. But if they're in Christ, we don't sorrow like we have no hope because there is, hallelujah, a hope, a blessed hope, the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who will one day bring us back unto himself. Amen. And that where he is, there may we be also. Praise God. Now, we want to go talk about the day of the Lord. In First Thessalonians chapter five, this is what we hear from the day of the Lord. The Bible says, "But of the times and seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you." Who's this writing? This is the the apostle Paul writing under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Remember, the Bible says, "Holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost." So it did not come from that. And amen. The scriptures did not come. From man, even though man wrote it down, it did not come from them. It was of no private interpretation. It came from God. It was God breathed. God breathed into these men of God to write the holy scriptures. Amen. If it came from man, it wouldn't be holy, but it becomes from God. It is holy. Amen. And that these men were holy men of God. Amen. But even men even, um, of God can make uh, uh, f- uh, fallible uh, errors, but we understand the word of God has no errors. The word of God is infallible because it did not come from man. It came from God. So when somebody says, oh, the Bible was written by man, of course it was, but it did not come from them. It came from a perfect, righteous, holy God. Therefore, his word, the Bible has no errors, no mistakes, no contradictions. Amen. It's 100 percent true. We can rely upon it. One hundred percent, amen. And so, if there's any so-called contradictions or uh, alleged contradictions, that's what they are—alleged, amen. They're alleged, and there's always an answer for them. Praise God! There are no contradictions in the Word of God, no mistakes, no errors. It's one hundred percent pure and true from the beginning. Hallelujah! Praise God! We can trust it. It's not the work of men; it's the work of God through men, amen. So the Bible says the Holy Ghost through the Apostle Paul says this, amen. But of the times and seasons, brethren ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. Amen. The Bible says, goes on in verse 3, for when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. Verse 4 says, but ye brethren are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. Amen. Ye are all children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night, nor... Of darkness, the Bible says. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But but let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, here it is, First Thessalonians chapter 5. The Holy Ghost to the Apostle Paul says, amen, that they... We're not to be ignorant of the times and seasons. Hallelujah. He says, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. And then verse 2 says this, for yourselves know perfectly. I love that. They already had an understanding. Listen to this now very carefully, very important. The, The Thessalonians, the church in Thessalonica already had an understanding of when the rapture will occur and when the day of the Lord will come. Amen. They are, They had a perfect understanding of the times, the seasons and when this will occur. Amen. Now, notice the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ about day and hour knoweth no man. Amen. That's a totally different thing. We don't know the day. We don't know the hour. We don't know the year. We don't know the month. Amen. We don't know. We don't know it in that respect. But we know it in the, sequ- in the sequence that the day of the Lord happens immediately after. After the rapture, and that the church of the Lord Jesus Christ will not go through the great tribulational period. There will be rapture before the Bible calls the day of the Lord. Amen. Because how do we know this? The Bible says very clearly, For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. The day of the Lord is the day of God's wrath, the day of God's judgment, the day of God's um, anger poured out upon the sinful, perverse, wicked ungodly adulterous generation and world that rejects the Lord Jesus Christ that desires to live in sin and abomination that laughs and mocks God Almighty and believes they can go ahead and live in perversion and that there will be no consequence for their actions they are deceived the Bible says God is not mocked whatsoever a man so that shall he also reap my friend you will not get away from the judgment of Almighty God if you desire to live in your sin you cannot escape it The by living in your sin and thinking that there will be no judgment the only way you can escape it my friend is through the blood of the Savior the Lord Jesus Christ for God so loved the world hallelujah that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish which means go to hell but have everlasting life amen hallelujah in order for you to escape from the wrath of god you need to know the lord jesus christ hallelujah to be saved by the grace of god be born again amen hallelujah that god's wrath would not remain upon you but the bible says in john's gospel chapter 3 verse 36 amen he that hath the son of god hath life but he that hath not the son Hath not life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. Praise God. But if you have the son, the wrath of God, hallelujah, is no longer upon you. You're saved by his wonderful grace. Amen. You receive the forgiveness, hallelujah, of your sins, through the precious shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, who died and rose again from the dead on the third day, according to the holy scriptures. And is sitting in heaven right now at the right hand of the Father and will come again the judge, the quick, and the, and the dead, amen. The Bible is 100% true without any error of contradiction. So this is going to happen. The question is here, what is the day of the Lord? What is it? Amen. As we just mentioned, it's the day of God's wrath. It's a day of God's judgment poured upon this ungodly world. Amen. That's what it is. Exactly what it is. Now, the Bible tells us here that the day of the Lord is a day of darkness, a day of judgment. And Isaiah chapter two, verse 12 the Bible says, for the day of the Lord of hosts shall be upon everyone that is proud and lofty and upon everyone that is lifted up and he shall be brought low. The Bible makes that very clear concerning the day of of god's wrath what kind of day is it amen the bible continues to go on and says in jeremiah chapter 46 verse 10 for this is the day of the lord god of hosts a day of vengeance that he may avenge him of his adversaries and the sword shall devour and it shall be satiate and made drunk with their blood for the lord god of hosts hath a sacrifice in the north country by the river euphrates amen the bible goes on amen Talking about, again, the day of the Lord. Amen? Amen. We find the day of the Lord, amen, recorded again. All throughout the scripture. But we'll go to Ezekiel chapter 30, verse 3. For the day is near. Even the day of the Lord is near. A cloudy day. It should be a time of the heathen amen it's a time of the of god's judgment upon the ungodly amen upon the heathen for the wickedness amen the bible alas for the day of joel chapter 1 verse 15 alas for the day for the day of the lord is at hand and as a destruction from the almighty shall it come joel chapter 2 verse 1 blow ye the trumpet in zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountain let all the inhabitants of the land tremble Why? Listen now. For the day of the Lord cometh, for it is nigh at hand. Joel chapter 2, verse 11. And the Lord shall utter his voice before his army for his camp. It is very great, for he is strong that executeth his word. For the day of the Lord, it, it for the day of the Lord is great and very terrible. Who can abide it? Hear that? Who can abide it? The day is so serious. The day of the Lord is so serious. The judgment that's about to come to this wicked perverse world is so serious and it's coming fast coming very fast the bible says in amos chapter 5 verse 18 word to that but desire the day of the lord to what end is it the day of the lord is darkness and not light verse 20 says of amos chapter 5 shall not the day of the lord be darkness and not light even very dark and no brightness in it listen that suffices right now the day of the lord is serious the day of god's wrath is serious Amen. His judgment is serious. Amen. So that's what the day of the Lord refers to, the day of God's wrath, the great tribulation, a period that will come to this earth. Amen. And the Lord Jesus Christ describes, amen, what kind of time it will be. The Lord says this in Matthew's gospel, chapter number 24, beginning at verse 21, for then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. The Bible says that that day, The day of God's wrath, the day of the Lord, the great tribulation of time and period. The Bible records it as a time that this world will never experience again. As a time by which the world has never experienced in the past. Amen. And so it will be the most horrific, tragic, serious time of judgment the world has ever experienced and will ever experience. The time of Noah was so serious, amen, that men drowned, but they died instantaneously. In this time of the day of the Lord of God's wrath that will occur upon this planet. Listen very carefully. When it comes to this earth, it's going to be so tragic, amen, that there's going to be a period of time where men will want to die recorded in the book of Revelation, that they will not be able to die, they'll be tormented, the Bible says, for months by demonic entities that will come out of the abyss. This is so serious. You're dealing with here it is. You're dealing with six seals that will be opened in Revelation six. The Bible says six, seven trumpets that will be blown. Amen. And seven vials. Amen. Of God's judgment poured upon this earth. Vials. We're not going to go through all the judgments and everything, but we want to touch on it just, just, a, just for a period of time here. We don't have all the time to to deal with every one of the judgments, but just focusing, Amen, right now on the vials, which is the, the which is God's wrath perfected. The fullness of his wrath poured upon the earth. You understand how serious this is? Amen. When we deal with God's wrath and how serious the wrath of God really is in regards to uh, the world seeing judgment. I mean, it's unbelievable. When you just look at some of the horrible typhoons and hurricanes and, and, and cyclones that happen in this world. And whereby people are devastated, towns are devastated, cities are devastated with no running water for a time. And they have to bring in bottled water for people and there's no food. They got to bring in food. And and that little particular area has been devastated. You look at some of these, you know, uh, this hurricane that happened, you know, in in Florida, you know, um, in in, I mean, even in in Texas and places like that in in the United States, whereby you know, that particular local area became almost a third world country overnight. No food, no water. I mean, no electricity. And it was like devastation just over one little hurricane. When you're dealing with, amen, when you're dealing with these judgments in the book of Revelation chapter number 16, we're not looking at just a small little hurricane. I mean, of course, well, I shouldn't say small. I mean, it has been devastated not to belittle the places that have ex- experienced these horrible tragedies. They're serious, not to belittle them at all. But in comparison to what will happen in the book of Revelation, amen, it is nothing. It is almost meaningless in comparison, amen, trivial in comparison, because we're dealing with the judgments that will be so severe and so serious, amen. That this world will, th- there will be no help coming from any, from anybody. Everybody will be in dis- devastation, amen. You're dealing with you're dealing with such things, amen. When the the Bible says, "All the sea turns to blood," all the sea that's referring to the ocean, and Revelation chapter sixteen and verse number three, the Bible says, "And the second angel poured out his vial upon the sea, and it became as the blood of a dead man, and every living soul died in the sea." Verse 4 says, And the third angel poured out his vial upon the rivers and fountains of waters, and they became blood. Imagine not having no water to drink, and it becomes blood. You bathe with blood. You can't cook because the water is blood. Oh, you can't drink nothing because of water. Do you understand? I I don't even understand myself. The whole serious devastation that will come in the time of the day of the Lord's judgment and wrath upon this earth. Such a serious devastation. Such serious tribulation and turmoil. Beyond the human capacity to understand how serious it will really be. And it's, 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 uh, it's, it's, it's mind-boggling. Now, the Bible goes on to say this. Why did this happen? Because in verse 5 it says in Revelation 16, And I heard the angel of the water say, Thou art righteous, O Lord, which art and was and shall be, because thou hast judged thus. For they have shed the blood of saints and prophets, and thou hast given them blood to drink, for they are worthy. Hmm. Remember, this is the day of God's vengeance. This is the day of God's wrath. When you got people marching, amen, uh, up the streets of, of cities all around the world promoting the, the so-called gay agenda, they call it gay pride parade and laughing in the face of God and mocking God and say we will go ahead and, and be proud in our abomination, in our sin, in our filthiness, and our wickedness, and our ungodliness and, and, and laugh in the face of almighty God and promote the sin of homosexuality and the sin of transgenderism and all the sins of this perverse world and say it's okay god will judge you sir god will judge it and send that though all of that to eternal damnation and hell except one repents and god is not willing that any should perish but all come to repentance god's desires for the homosexual to repent not to be lost not to be judged that's why christ died he died for all of our sin and for the transgender but if people don't repent if they continue to laugh in the face of god countries and and and, and, and whole communities are justifying amen uh same-sex marriage saying that it's okay for two men to marry two women to marry and laugh in the face of God and there's no judgment and pass laws to throw Christians in jail for preaching against that abomination and sin and say that we hate people when we don't hate nobody we love them because we preach against it because we don't want them to go to hell we want them to be saved and go to heaven hallelujah God will judge them. God will judge the judges. God will judge, amen, the lawyers. God will judge, amen, the politicians. God will judge all the police that justifies and puts people to jail for these things that are contrary to the word of God. God will judge a sinful and perverse and wicked generation because of their sin, in particular of their attack, their persecution of Christians in Muslim countries, Boko Haram in Africa, shooting and shooting up people there in, in Nigeria, blowing their brains out, going into churches and killing people. Do you think that Boko Haram will not answer to God? Yes, they will. They will answer to God, but they won't answer to Allah because Allah does not exist. We're dealing with the only true God of the Bible, the God of Holy Scripture. He is the only one and true God. Amen. The Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. God said, this is my beloved son in whom I will please. God will judge Boko Haram. Amen. And every other organized Organization that goes against the laws of God they will experience something more so serious than just blowing somebody up and killing them Jesus says fear not him that can destroy your body but fear him that can destroy both soul and body in hell who do we have to fear the Lord Jesus Christ serve him love him come the Bible says kiss the son lest he be angry you better kiss the son amen make peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ hallelujah be right with God have your sins forgiven and don't just accept him as a prophet he's not just a prophet he's God in flesh He is the Son of God that Died on the cross of calvary that shed his blood for our sin that went to heaven amen Is coming back again the judge the quick and the dead hallelujah god has not forgotten all the blood that has been shed amen by these islamic extremists shooting up born again christians amen killing the saints of god amen and laughing and think it's wonderful god will not forget one drop of blood that filled from that saint's life but he will bring that individual or those individuals into account all the way down through the ages when it comes to the Roman Catholic Church and how they killed multiple numbers of Christians during the the Protestant Reformation, amen, or the Roman Empire when they threw the Christians into the hot boiling oil or into the arena to be crushed and destroyed by the lions. God will not forget, hallelujah, not one order, none of his saints, amen, who have been persecuted for his Righteousness' sake, Amen. God will not forget. This is when God's bringing judgment upon the world because of it. It's no joke. It's no joke. People say, "Oh, you got to be. You're on the wrong. You got to. You're on the wrong side of history." <laughs> my friend, being on the wrong side of man's history means nothing. What about being on the wrong side of eternity? What about being on the wrong side of eternity, losing your soul? What shall a profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? So the Bible says, "The day of the Lord is not." Brightness. It's not light. It's darkness. It's judgment. And so the scripture teaches us just the just the, the the water turning to blood. I mean, that alone is so devastating. But now you got oh you got much more than that. Amen. You got God. You know, pouring out His judgment upon the earth, and men having. Uh, sores upon their bodies and they did not repent the bible says in revelation chapter 16 verse 11 amen then you got all these other judgments that are coming you got the bible talks about a great earthquake that comes amen in revelation chapter 18 massive earthquake so massive the bible says and so great the bible says in verse 19 that the great city was divided into three parts jerusalem and the cities of the nations fell imagine new york city to flatten to nothing manhattan gone all the Empire State Building, Chrysler Building, gone. Amen. London, gone. Tokyo, gone. Uh, all these cities, gone. Amen. D- d- uh, all these cities, gone. Destroyed. Gone. Dubai. Amen. Toronto. Uh, Los Angeles. Huh? All these cities, gone. Destroyed. Amen. These tall buildings, gone to nothing. Now you have to realize how serious this is. The cities of the nations, the Bible said, fell. And the great, and Great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give her uh, to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fiercest of his wrath. And every island fled, and the mountains were not found. Imagine every island fled, it's gone. Yeah? You got, you got you got Jamaica gone as an island. You, you got uh, Madagascar gone. You got all these islands, the Philippines gone. Indonesia gone. Huh? You got all these islands gone. The, you know, Great Britain gone. Every island of the Bible said they couldn't be. They're, they're gone. They're gone. They're, they, can't, they fled away. The mountains were not found. Mount Everest crumbled down to nothing, flattened down just like a valley, just like a, a plain or, or whatever it may be, but it's gone. That's how serious it is. I'm only touching on a few of the judgments. Listen to me. God's wrath is about to be poured out. His judgment is about to come. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, you need to be ready to meet the Lord. The day of the Lord is a day of judgment, a day of darkness. It's coming, my friend. It's coming soon. Uh, We talked about in in previous broadcasts about the the day of the Lord, amen, and about the the rapture. Go back to 2 Thessalonians chapter number 2 for a moment. 2 Thessalonians chapter number 2. And the Bible talks about the day of the Lord. Amen. Amen. The Bible makes it very clear in verse three. It says, let no man deceive you by any means for that day should not come except there come a falling away first. And the man of sin be revealed, the sin of perdition. Listen, the falling away has already occurred. We talked about that. We're going to talk about that in greater detail some other time. But but the falling away or the apostasy from Christianity, biblical Bible based Christianity is here. It's happening as I speak. It's getting more intense. The mystery of iniquity is growing. Amen. Uh, it's all growing. All this sin is growing. All this compromise is growing. The justification of a, of divorce from marriage. The justification of uh homosexuality, the sin of homosexuality, the sin of transgenderism, amen, the sin of fornication and all these sins. People justify in in the in the church world today, not just the world. Amen. They're justifying saying, and preachers saying Christ didn't rise from the dead. He's not got all this mess. Amen. We could continue, but all that mess. That's being propagated. All these lies is growing. People are believing them. Preachers becoming atheists and so forth. And so, what we find is that the falling away is here. So, there's only one other thing to be revealed in order for the day of the Lord to come. And the Bible says that is the revealing of the Antichrist. Now, before that happens, we know the Bible says, "He who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way." Amen. That's verse seven of, of the same chapter here, Second Thessalonians chapter two. What will be taken out of the way? The church. The believers, amen. The true born again Bible believing church that'll be taken out of the way. And verse eight says, "And then shall that wicked be revealed, and that's when the day of the Lord begins, amen." Once the rapture happens, First Thessalonians chapter four, amen. Then First Thessalonians chapter five occurs immediately. The day of the Lord, and the Bible says, amen, very clearly in Second Peter chapter number three, amen. Second Peter, hallelujah, chapter number three. The Bible says in verse ten, "But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, and the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also, and the works that are therein shall be burned up. The Bible says the works that are therein shall be burned up. Nobody will be able to escape. Doesn't matter what continent you live in. Whether it's North America, Africa, Europe, Asia. Amen? Amen. It doesn't matter Australia. It doesn't matter South America. It doesn't matter what country, what, what language you speak, what, what nationality you are, what ethnicity you are. Whether you're black, white, red, or yellow, it makes no difference. Uh, you, if you you are not saved and you're living in sin you will go through this day of the Lord the day of God's wrath, the day of God's judgment and so people will experience a little bit of hell on earth and then if they die in the sin they will experience hell for all eternity in the lake of fire my friend, it's not worth it you need to come to the Lord Jesus Christ, repent of your homosexuality repent of your adultery, repent of your fornication, repent of your lying your stealing, your drinking, your loving of the world, going to those ungodly movie theaters and loving that ungodly music, Amen. Amen. Promoting uh, uh, all kinds of filth and sin and loving pornography and every kind of filthy way. Go, loving uh, going to the lodges and all these different things, the bars. Amen. Get out of it. Get right with God. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Amen. And repent of your sin today. You need to know the Lord Jesus Christ. My friend, if you do not know him, you need to avoid at the day of the Lord. You can. You can make the rapture. By knowing the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, oh, this is only scare. T- this is not no scare tactics, my friend. This is the true Word of God. You need to understand and listen to it and take heed to it before it's too late. Repent and believe the gospel. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior today, you can know Him. All you have to do is repent and accept Him as your Savior. Just pray this prayer at me if you truly mean it. He'll save you. Prayer itself can't save you, but if you truly repent and accept Him as your Savior, He will save you. Lord Jesus. I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sin. I believe you died on the cross for my sin. I deserve hell. Lord Jesus, I believe you rose again from the dead according to the Holy Scriptures and you're in heaven right now. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be my Lord and my Savior both now and forever. I turn from my sin and receive you as my Savior and Lord and with the help of the Holy Ghost. I'll lift you all the days of my life in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Amen. If you prayed that prayer with all your heart, you've repented of your sin and asked the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart to save you. Amen. The Bible says, not me, that you're a born again, Bible believing Christian. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. For if we, the Bible says, whosoever should call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Of course, that means in truth and sincerity, not just a little prayer, but if you truly repent and trust Him as your Savior, you're saved by the grace of God. And we want to send you our free booklet, What It Means to Be Born Again Absolutely Free. Just write to us at international deliveranceministries.org go on our website and just go on there and find out our email address and we'll send that to you. If you want to support this ministry we'll su- we will uh, definitely appreciate any gift that you can give whether it is a small gift or a large gift no gift is too small, no gift is too large for the Lord. We love you, praying for you God bless